You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins. From the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So today's episode, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different, and I thought maybe we'd... Uh, Show some respect to the San Francisco Giants, the first team to clinch uh, a playoff spot with their 8-1 win over San Diego. Uh, it gives the Giants a 94-50 record. They have a plus-182 uh, run differential, which ranks third in Major League Baseball behind the Los Angeles Dodgers and Houston Astros. Uh, but the fact that the, the Giants have had a, a really great season, this is a bit of a surprise. This should not be... You know, if the if the Dodgers were the ones clinching right now, that would be no big deal. They've been sort of the favorite uh, for for several years running, but uh, certainly coming out of last year. Um, and so this season, the the San Francisco Giants preseason win total was seventy five point five, the twenty first highest uh, in Major League Baseball. So to all of a sudden uh, be the first team to clinch a playoff berth, uh, that that's noteworthy. This is this is not a team that was expected to uh, make the playoffs, let alone uh, you know be far and away uh, the first team to clinch. Uh, and so uh, I thought I would go through uh, the lineup and, and see kind of what what has happened here with the San Francisco Giants that has made them so much better uh, than expected. Uh, so we'll start a catcher behind the plate. Buster Posey didn't play last season, uh, opting out uh, due to COVID, uh, and then came back. Uh, he's got 17 home runs, 300 batting average, 894 OPS. That's Posey's highest OPS since 2012. Uh, and so to get that from a guy in, in his mid-30s after he sat out for a season, well, I mean, understandable that uh, that wasn't necessarily uh, the expected outcome uh, for Buster Posey. So he's obviously, he's been great. Uh, at first base, Brandon Belt has 24 home runs, hitting 258, 937 OPS. That is a career-high home, home run total for Belt. Uh, the 937 OPS is the second highest of his career behind last season when he had a 1015 uh, OPS in the shortened season. Uh, and so, in, particularly in the cases of, of Posey and Belt, they're guys who have, they've been around uh, for quite a while, but I don't think they came into this season with any huge expectations, at least not uh, you know Major League Baseball-wide. Uh, and so the fact that they have been uh, really productive uh, and efficient players, uh, that uh, has probably helped them exceed expectations. Now, second base... Uh, Donovan Solano. Now, the second base is a position where the uh, the Giants have played a lot of bodies, and we'll get to some of the others. Uh, Solano has been fine. Uh, he's also missed some time, but he's hit 275, 727 OPS. Uh, he is not the reason that the, the Giants have exceeded expectations. Shortstop Brandon Crawford, however, big, big uh, uh, difference here is Crawford. 20 home runs, 80 RBI, 65 runs scored, 10 stolen bases, hitting 297, has an 886 OPS. This is Brandon Crawford's best offensive season of his career. Uh, and this is coming on the heels of, say, about four mediocre seasons where uh, he had gone from a guy who, you know, at, at his best, Brandon Crawford had some fantasy value, but 
uh, more recently, he's kind of been a very fringy uh, guy that maybe you pick up uh, to, to fill in for somebody due to injury, but uh, you weren't drafting Brandon Crawford in recent seasons. And now all of a sudden, uh, he's you know turned in a, a season where he's one of the top few shortstops in all of fantasy. Uh, at third base, we've got Evan Longoria. Now, Longoria has missed some time with injury, so he's only appeared in 65 games. However, has 12 home runs and a 293 batting average, 976 OPS. Now, small sample, uh, but that average in OPS, that is... Uh, you know, far better than what Longoria has been producing recently. Uh, in left field, Alex Dickerson. Now, the they're, <laughs> the the Giants uh, move lots of bodies in and around uh, their outfield, so it's not as though Dickerson uh, has a a full time uh, job entirely. Uh, he's hit 13 home runs, hitting 235 with a 729 OPS. Not not a massive impact player. He's been fine. Uh, center fielder Stephen Duggar. Uh, has seven home runs, six stolen bases, hitting 272, has an 804 OPS. That's that's worked out pretty well since Duggar uh, has uh, been getting regular playing time for the Giants. Uh, and then in right field, Mike Yastrzemski, uh, who had a real bust-out season last year, uh, and, and this season hasn't been quite as uh, effective, but at the same time, he's hit 23 home runs, has a, only hitting 222, has a 762 OPS. That 23 home runs, that, that, still, uh, that still accounts uh, for some value. And so, you know, when you look at an outfield of Alex Dickerson, Stephen Duggar, Mike Yastrzemski, like that, that doesn't look like uh, uh, some legendary outfield of, of the team with the best record in baseball. Uh, go to the bench, though, uh, and the other players uh, who have been uh, playing a bunch of positions uh, for the Giants. First, Wilmer Flores, guy who plays all over uh, and uh, has 18 home runs, hitting 255, 775 OPS. Now, not amazing and earth shattering, but that's a pretty good bat to come off the bench uh, and has the versatility to play multiple positions. Uh, first baseman and outfielder Lamont Wade uh, has 17 home runs, hitting 261, 855 OPS. You know, you combine Wade and Duggar in center field and, and you, you've really got something. Austin Slater, another outfielder who uh, gives you multiple positions, has 10 home runs, 14 stolen bases. Now he's only hitting 232 with a 714 OPS. Uh, so Slater, uh, is not a huge impact guy, but pretty useful to have. Uh, and then there's Darren Ruff, uh, right-handed uh, slugger, uh, who is really only a part-time player, has 15 home runs, hitting 278, 933 OPS. Uh, and so you can see uh, that the when you look at the, this Giants lineup, it's not as though uh, this is a team chock full of stars that you expect, oh, they're, they're going to put up massive numbers. Uh, they, they do a lot of mixing and matching. Uh, and... Uh, and uh, a lot of them are producing. And, and they brought in Tommy Listella, uh, infielder uh, who can play multiple positions. And Listella has missed time with injuries, only appeared in 58 games this year, um, and has been mediocre, has five home runs, hitting 241, 692 OPS. You know, Listella has been better than that recently. Uh, and and then, really, the, the big addition for uh, the Giants lineup is their trade for Chris Bryant, uh, third baseman uh, from the Cubs, who has six home runs, hitting 271, 811 OPS in 34 games uh, for the Giants. And sure, that adds a, a big bat to the lineup. And given that uh, Longoria has missed a bunch of time with injuries, that uh, that certainly shores up at things at third base. Uh, but when you kind of do the sum total here of the uh, of the Giants' batting order, it's not as though they have uh, these MVP candidates who... Uh, uh, you feel, oh, they, they must really intimidate the, uh, the opposing team. I would think a lot of pitchers think that uh, they, can, they can get through uh, the San Francisco lineup, and uh, you know, it turns out that maybe they can't, at least not this season. So um, 
you can see there's some guys who have definitely exceeded expectations. Posey, Belt, and Crawford are probably the uh, the three biggest. In a small sample, Evan Longoria has. Uh, Lamont Wade, uh, who didn't really have any expectations coming into this season, has been a nice addition. Uh, and so that, that's what you get. What you have here is a, a, a better-than-average lineup. Uh, but certainly not one that has you know this fearsome reputation or anything of that nature. So uh, we have to assume that the pitching uh, is part of the reason for the uh, the Giants' great success, and we'll uh, we'll dive into that next. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, they have even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So go to Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so we've covered the uh, batting order, the lineup of the San Francisco Giants. Let's take a look at the pitchers. Uh, and there are definitely some uh, players who have exceeded expectations there. And start at the top of the rotation with Kevin Gosman, uh, who had shown some potential uh, in previous years, but I don't think there was any real expectation for Kevin Gosman to be a, a staff ace. Uh, and he's been at least that. He's 14 and 5, 2.72 ERA, 0.91 whip, 10.6 strikeouts per nine. Um, he's made 29 starts. This is the best season uh, of Gosman's career. Uh, and certainly that's a big reason uh, for San Francisco's success. Then we have Anthony DiSclefani, uh, who had a disastrous season in 2020, albeit a very shortened season in 2020. He started seven games, appeared in nine. Uh, so. You don't want to pass too much judgment on that small sample. Uh, but DiSclefani, uh, this season is 11-6, and 3.33 ERA, 1.12 whip, 8.4 strikeouts per nine. He's made 27 starts uh, for the Giants. So right there, you've got two, two veteran pitchers uh, who have just turned in uh, far better than expected seasons. Now, DiSclefani has had, has had uh, some seasons of, of, I guess, similar relative success uh, to this year. Uh, but he's, he's ve- been very much up and down. Uh, and so... Uh, difficult to predict uh, exactly when you get uh, the good version of Anthony DiSclefani. Uh, then there's Logan Webb, uh, who has appeared in 23 games, 22 starts uh, for the Giants, 10-3, and 3, 2.80 ERA, 1.11 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and Webb was not did not have huge expectations coming into the season, uh, but at a fairly early point this season, it was clear that his his underlying numbers were strong enough that uh, he, he was a, a favorite on, on the buy-low categories uh, early on. Uh, and then he got hurt for a bit, uh, but uh, has just continued on uh, pitching really well uh, since he came back. So, yeah, you've got a rotation here. Gosman, DiSclefani, Logan Webb, all three of those guys uh, have been really, really good. Uh, then we've got Alex Wood, who... Uh, is, is on the injured list right now, but uh, in 20, uh, 23 starts, Alex Wood, 10-4, and 4.08 ERA, 1.23 whip, 9.7 strikeouts per nine. So that ERA is a, a touch high, but the whip is all right. The strikeout rate is all right. Uh, and this is after uh, Wood has basically had two lost seasons. He's pitched just over 48 innings uh, over the past two years combined. Uh, 
Uh, and so to, to get you know, that performance out of Alex Wood, that's another reason uh, for the Giants' success. Uh, then we've got Johnny Cueto, uh, veteran uh, pitcher who's you know, not near what he was at, at his peak, but still pretty crafty uh, in 21 starts this year. Uh, Cueto 7-7, seven and seven, 4.09 ERA, 1.36 whip, only 7.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, but this is coming from a guy who had started 25 games total in the past three seasons. And so uh, the fact that the Giants get 21 entirely respectable starts out of Johnny Cueto, uh, that, that makes a difference too. Uh, and, and so when you have five pitchers who have all made at least 20 starts, uh, at this stage of the season, you can uh, at least kind of cling to some continuity there that, that you can count on those guys showing up uh, most days. Uh, other pitchers who have had kind of a, a handful of games, Aaron Sanchez earlier in the season uh, started seven games uh, for the Giants and wasn't that bad. Uh, and so uh, the fact that they, they cut him loose was, uh, I guess, a little bit surprising. Uh, but uh, then Sammy Long uh, also has started... Uh, a handful of games and so between Sanchez and Long that's a dozen starts uh, and I, I think the uh, the most noteworthy thing here is that the, the Giants success from their pitching staff has basically come from that uh, that starting five uh, and when when you look at the starting five Gossman, DeSclafani, Logan Webb, Alex Wood, Johnny Cueto those weren't guys who, who you were touting for Cy Young Awards coming into this season uh, and so you know big credit uh, to those guys particularly Gosman, DeSclafani and Webb uh, who have really kind of been the anchors to that rotation. Then you go to the bullpen, and the bullpen has been great uh, for San Francisco, at least the, the guys at the top end of it. Uh, Jake McGee's been the closer. He's 3-2, and two, has 31 saves, 2.72 ERA, 0.91 whip, 8.7 strikeouts per nine. He's appeared in 62 games. Now, that strikeout rate is, is hardly uh, you know intimidating prototype closer stuff, but really, what what's to complain about? The 0.91 whip... Uh, Tell, tells you that Jake McGee has been reasonably effective uh, in his role. Uh, and, I mean, McGee has saved 31 games. He's not even the exclusive closer. You know, Tyler Rogers has saved a dozen games. Uh, Rogers is 6-1, and 1.67 ERA, 0.99 whip. Now only 6.2 strikeouts per nine. He's appeared in 70 games. Uh, and so really, uh, Rogers and McGee uh, at, the, at the end of games have been uh, really effective. Uh, for the Giants, but they're not the only ones. Uh, Jose Alvarez, 4-2, 2.38 ERA, 1.04 whip, only six strikeouts per nine uh, in 56 games. You're going to notice a bit of a trend here as I uh, go through these top relievers. Zach Littell, uh, 3-0, two saves, 2.68 ERA, 1.04 whip, eight strikeouts per nine. He's appeared in 53 games. Jarlin Garcia, 6-3, with a save, 2.49 ERA, 0.90 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. Now that 9.5 strikeouts per nine basically puts him at the top of the of the most uh, used uh, relievers for the Giants. Uh, Dominic Leone, 3-3 three and three with a save. 1.41 ERA, 1.03 whip, 8.3 strikeouts per nine in 46 games. And so you go through that group of half dozen relief pitchers. They are not uh, guys who are racking up 12, 14 strikeouts per nine innings. They're a bunch of guys who are generally under a strikeout per inning. Uh, and, and that is totally not the trend of uh, Major League Baseball in general, but specifically bullpens. Uh, where guys get brought in for an in- inning at a time and they dial up the, the velocity to the high 90s uh, for that one inning uh, and they rack up strikeouts. And that is not uh, how the San Francisco Giants have done it. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's undeniable uh, how how big a role uh, the Giants' bullpen uh, has played in their success. You cannot look at uh, what is happening uh, with 
the Giants, you know, finishing with such a strong record. And and when you go through the relief pitchers who are actually playing the most, uh, and you just see uh, there there are not guys who uh, who give up a, a lot of runs, who uh, basically give their team a fighting chance every game. Uh, and so, uh, it, you know, it's one thing that the the Giants overall. Uh, have a 3.26 ERA, so naturally, yes, their pitching has been um, has been a big part of uh, of of their success. Uh, but I think you, when you see kind of how consistently uh, their bullpen has performed, um, you have to you know give some credit. Uh, and and you know bull, bullpens can be rather fickle uh, beasts, and and the fact that you know. Jake, uh, Jake McGee and Tyler Rogers anchoring this great bullpen. I, I don't know that that necessarily would have been the expectation coming into the season, but uh, that is where we are. Uh, so if you've gone through the roster here of the San Francisco Giants, uh, yes, they've had a fantastic season and lots of guys have exceeded expectations, but this is not a team that looks like it uh, is a star-laden uh, team that should be you know, the, the best team uh, in baseball uh, or near it. Uh, and yet that's where they are. So you know, full credit. That's what. That's the whole point of this. Was uh, big respect to the San Francisco Giants uh, for performing as well as they have uh, so far this season and being the first team to clinch a playoff spot. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example... A Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That is more money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Now each episode I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer uh, of Yahoo leagues. And uh, at this stage of the season, you have to decide whether you need them now. And uh, today we're going with Houston outfielder Jose Siri. He's been called up. In his sixth major league game, his first major league start uh, was Monday at Texas. Siri went four for five, had two home runs. Uh, So that's a good way to announce your presence uh, in the league. Now he's 26 years old, so maybe a touch older uh, uh, as prospects go. But he had a really productive season at AAA. Hit 16 16 home runs, 24 stolen bases, and 27 attempts. Hit 318, had a 921 OPS. Um, You know, maybe maybe, uh, 
there's a chance for him to play down the stretch, but also he might get, get, kind of get uh, relegated to the bench. Uh, keep an eye on that. But uh, keep an eye also on Jose Siri for the future. Uh, he is rostered in just 1% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, then we've got a few injury updates uh, before we get into uh, some of Tuesday's games and matchups for uh, DFS value uh, plays. Uh, start with Chicago White Sox. Uh, outfielder, first baseman, DH, Andrew Vaughn on the 10-day injury list with a back injury. Uh, certainly Vaughn has uh, picked things up in the second half uh, of his rookie season here. And uh, now the, the White Sox lineup has uh, been getting mostly healthy Uh at this time, so they, they can probably afford uh, an absence here for Vaughn, but I think they would also like him to get back and be healthy uh, in time for the postseason. Uh, San Diego starting pitcher Chris Paddock has landed on the 10-day injury list with an elbow injury, and this is, uh, I mean, just continuing problems here with San Diego's pitching uh, with their injuries and um, and ineffectiveness. I mean, they're, they're uh, as I said, when they, when they uh, decided to pick up Jake Arrieta, uh, from the scrap heap, uh, you knew things were rough uh, for San Diego when uh, they had to resort to that. Uh, Tampa Bay second baseman Brandon Lau, day-to-day with a leg injury. Uh, now this doesn't sound like a long-term thing, but uh, sounds like he's banged up a little bit. Uh, Minnesota uh, starting pitcher John Gant uh, is day-to-day right now, uh, but it's an abdominal injury, and if it results in a trip to the injured list, that will probably uh, finish his season uh, for the Twins. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, outfielder Chris Taylor is day-to-day with a neck injury. He's already missed a few games. Uh, and in the case of Taylor, he's been extremely productive this year. Um, so his absence uh, is kind of a big deal if you've managed to be, uh, be uh, you know, reaping the rewards of having Chris Taylor on your roster. Uh, but uh, again, they're keeping it day-to-day, so he, he may be back soon. Uh, and then we've got Houston starting pitcher Jake Odorizzi day-to-day. Uh, had to leave his Monday start early uh, with a foot injury. Uh, that again is something you kind of keep an eye on, see whether that's going to, uh, you know, force him to the injured list or, or even keep him out of his next start. Uh, so now let's go take a look at a couple of matchups uh, that I like for Tuesday's games on BetOnline.ag. First one, uh, Miami with Jesus Luzardo on the mound, plus 131 uh, at Washington with Eric Fetty uh, going for the Nationals. And really, Luzardo's overall numbers this year stink out loud, uh, but. If you uh, look at his, you know, more recent starts, uh, a lot more promising. Uh, and so uh, I'm kind of willing to ride the uh, recent results from Jesus Luzardo at plus 131, in part because he's also facing a Washington team that is going nowhere fast. Uh, and so uh, worth taking a shot uh, at, uh, at Luzardo, who is uh, motivated here to establish himself as a legit major league starter. Um in, in, that didn't seem like it was going to be in any kind of doubt uh, this year, you know, coming into the year uh, after, you know, showing some promise last year in Oakland, uh, but uh, things had kind of gone sideways. And so, uh, as I say, I, I will take a shot at Luzardo here as the underdog. Uh, and then uh, Atlanta with Tuki Toussaint on the mound, minus 153 at home against Colorado and John Gray. Uh, for one thing, Gray is better at home than on the road, which is strange for a Colorado pitcher. Uh, but also, uh, really, Atlanta is just, you know, they're, they're playing much better uh, than Colorado. And as long as Toussaint doesn't, uh, you know, blow up completely, uh, th- things should go okay for the Braves. Uh, so we've got uh, Miami with Jesus Luzardo on the mound as underdogs at Washington. Uh, and Atlanta with Tuki Toussaint as favorites uh, at home against Colorado. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, now a few DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. And we'll start with Tuki Toussaint, $7,300 uh, against Colorado. Uh, Toussaint has... Uh, been solid, uh, maybe even a little bit better than that uh, since uh, getting his chance to uh, join the Braves rotation, and I'll take him at 7,300. 
that that uh, can save you some money. Uh, St. Louis first baseman Paul Goldschmidt's forty two hundred dollars at the New York Mets. Marcus Stroman on the mound for the Mets. Goldschmidt's three for six with a home run. Uh, in his career against Stroman. Uh, Cubs first baseman Frank Schwindel's $3,400 at Philadelphia. Now, Kyle Gibson's uh, on the mound for Philadelphia, and he's quite good. Uh, but Schwindel, uh, over the past month, has been one of the most productive uh, hitters in all of fantasy baseball. So take it at $3,400. Uh, San Diego second baseman Adam Frazier's $3,200 at San Francisco with Anthony, Anthony DiSclefani on the mound. Uh, Frazier is 6-for-22 with a couple of home runs. 924 OPS in his career uh, against DiSclefani. Dodgers shortstop Corey Seager, $4,200 uh, against Arizona. Uh, Luke Weaver uh, is on the mound for Arizona. Seager's 4-for-8 in his career against Weaver. Uh, Houston third baseman Alex Bregman, $4,200 at Texas. Uh, Jordan Lyles on the mound. Bregman, 4-for-11 with a home run in his career uh, against Lyles. Uh, we've got some you know reasonably big names coming in at $4,200. Uh, Houston outfielder Jose Siri, if he's going to play f- uh, for them tonight, and you know, you're going to have to check the lineup. I don't think he, he can assume that he's uh, playing, but he's just $2,000 uh, at Texas. And, you know, if, given his uh, explosion in Monday night's game, maybe worth uh, a look. Uh, and then White Sox outfielder Eloy Jimenez is $3,700 uh, against the Angels. Packy Naughton uh, on the mound for the Angels. Uh, and so I, I would take uh, Jimenez against the, the rookie pitcher. Uh, that will do it for today. Uh, enjoy the games. Also check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast too. We're uh, ripping through off-season reports and uh, just finished the Philadelphia Flyers today. Ottawa Senators will be up next. Uh, listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Lockdown Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.